0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the fifth episode of the Search Report Podcast. I'm joined here today with my co-host, Rob Sullivan. Hi, everyone. Um, So today, we are going to dive back into some search engine optimization stuff. We're going to talk about uh, some free tools uh, that anybody can use uh, for their search engine optimization. Basically, I'm, I'm just going to ask my dad about lots of these tools, um, since I know he can he can dive deeper into a lot of them. Uh, we're going to focus mainly on the, the site analysis tools, analytics, and some website speed testing today. Um, so, I mean, let's get started uh, with site analysis here, just super basic. Um, dad, can you talk a little bit about uh, Google Webmaster Tools? Sure can. <laughs> Uh, Google Google Webmaster Tools is of course a tool that
1: Google hosts and owns and what it does is lets you submit your website to Google via Webmaster Tools and if you go a step further and kind of integrate it with Google Analytics, which are another tool that's on the list, you can get much more detailed information about your website because um, basically when you have Google Analytics on your website you can then verify that you're the owner of the site with Webmaster Tools and they'll give you things like um, ref, you know search terms people are using to find your site how many impressions it was shown for So, in other words how many times it showed up in Google search results whether it was clicked on or not which is handy um, any crawl errors you may have so if there's pages generating 404 page not found errors um, it can help you find those things it can do help you do an analysis of your backlinks so what you who's currently linking to you and where they're linking and especially if you have problems in getting ranking sometimes you can use it to find bad links and get them removed they also have other tools on there that are kind of separate, like you know, a page speed analysis tools and that sort of thing. But so it's really a whole suite of tools that you can use uh, specifically for Google to help you improve your rankings. Um, it's not like if you you know drop a few back, bad backlinks that it's going to boost your rankings instantly, but it can help you identify some potential problems and deal with them within Google before they become real issues.
0: Okay, then so what's the difference between Google Webmaster Tools and Bing Webmaster Tools? Well, just like Google and Bing are different, the tools are different in
1: a way, but they're very similar. Bing also has their own set of Webmaster Tools. Um, So with both of them, what you do is you set up a a file, a sitemap file. With Google, it's like an XML sitemap file, uh, which is usually called sitemap.xml, which you upload to your root of your domain. And then you link to it to Google, and that what that file is is a basically a text document that lists all your web page URLs. Um, the Bing Webmaster Tools sitemap file is called a URL list file, which is just is a plain text file, URL list.txt. <clears throat> Same idea; it's just a list of all your um, of your URLs, and then that helps Bing and Google in both cases find all your pages rather than rather than trying to get them to stumble through your site and find all your web pages. You're basically pointing them to them all with these files. Um, So then, uh, but Bing has the same idea. It gives you a bunch of reports on, you know, how often it's seen, how often it's clicked, um, how many pages you have indexed, all that sorts of things. Plus, they also have other tools built in there, Um, like they've got an SEO analyzer, um, a mobility tester, and a bunch of other tools you can use to help fine-tune your website, see how Bing sees it, you know, their crawler, because they've got a very advanced crawler, just like Google. So it, it provides just tips and tricks on how to make your website perform better in Bing, And then, you know, corresponding, you do the same thing with Google and help it improve Google positioning as well.
0: Okay, so if you're looking for, I guess, (laughs) this is going to sound silly optimal optimization then would you really want would you really go and use both tools or would you just stick with Google or, or just Bing? Um, well no I would use both I mean if you want to have the best
1: optimization you can um, the tools are very similar in that for example the SEO analyzer on Bing will tell you which pages don't have meta tags or title tags uh, there's a very similar function on Google which you can find pages that are not uh, not optimized and they generally are gonna be the same pages so then you will want to you know provide optimization for those pages so they're very similar in how they function uh there's a few a few different things like Bing's seem to be more simplified in a way that the tools like for example their site speed tester or their mobility tester is uh, is much simpler to use i guess than google's google gives you a whole bunch of detail and things to fix uh it doesn't give you a whole lot of detail on how to fix them whereas bing just says yep yeah, good or no not good kind of it's pretty pretty simple but it's they're both they're both you know comparable as far as when it comes to how to make your site perform better in the search engines but you know keep in mind that Google is three-quarters of more of the traffic and Bing with Yahoo accounts for you know kind of the rest of it where do you want to spend most of your effort probably in the Google tools
0: right okay so and Firefox has a tool here too called Firebug uh, what's up with that
1: yeah well again depending on which browser you use uh, Firebug is an extension that lets you like view your source code, um, you can actually manipulate it in real time, so say if you want to change the color of the font to see what it looks like, you can do it within Firebug, um, it has some testing tools like your network load to see where which resources on your site are sending the most traffic or receiving the most traffic, could be a good tool for helping troubleshoot your website, <coughs> excuse me, uh, Chrome also has Uh, developer tools built into it which is kind of they do the same sorts of things you can look at your source code you can find elements um, like what I like to use them for back when I was hand coding sites is when you're using like div tags for example a div tag can be a real pain to find you know make sure because you need like an opening div tag and a closing div tag and if you're missing one or the other or both of those it really messes up your page layout super annoying so what you can do both Firebug and the Chrome developer tools is you can expand and contract the different tags so you can expand your div or close it and then see where it ends and then kind of help to determine where you might be missing a tag. That you know, just one example, but they all have um, you know network tools to see where traffic's coming, where it's going. Um, there's a paid speed tester built into the Chrome tools as well, so they're just handy tools to have to you know just take a quick look at your site and see what's going on, or competitor sites too. You know, if you want to see what your competitor is optimized for, you load up, you know, their website and you open the firebug. And the first thing you can see is their title and their description and their keywords if they have them.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Just a
1: whole bunch of little goodies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the same thing. Say they've got a function on their site. You think, oh, that's pretty cool. I wonder how they did that. You load up these tools and you look at what code they're using, you know, if it's JavaScript based or whatever, and can kind of help point you in the direction of where, you know, what they're using, where you can get it, that sort of thing. So it's a little bit easier than just... Right-click view page source. Oh, exactly. Yes, <laughs> it is because it it's it organizes it in a much more logical sense It just takes their code they have but then it you know it d- Puts it in the way that makes it easy to read and you like I say you can expand and contract different sections So if you don't want to see their page text you just pick that div tag or whatever and just c- c- You know close that tag and then all you see is the top and the bottom. You don't see the middle
0: Wow, okay so we've covered uh, we've covered I guess the majority of these site analysis tools here. And by the way, we're going to be uh, throwing in all the links to these tools down in the show notes, um, so you guys can easily find those. Uh, so now we're going to move on to some basic analytics tools here. Um, uh, can you talk a little bit about uh, Google Analytics? I know you've talked about it before. Yeah, uh,
1: for sure. Um, and you know, f- just to go back to site tools for one quick second, there is there's, there's way more than we talked we touched on here like these are the, the probably the main ones but there's all kinds of desktop applications you can get to do very similar things and you know there's there's so many tools out there I'm just kind of going through the ones that I use on a fairly consistent regular basis and some new ones that I found I think are really kind of cool so but yeah as far as analytics goes just play around with it yeah exactly <laughs> and if, hey, if you find something you like you know let us know like maybe it's something we missed that we can do a review of and uh, we know we can give more details about it later for sure <laughs> in terms of analytics It's kind of, uh, I mean, there's not a lot of free analytics programs out there. You get some very basic click trackers. Uh, When Google Analytics came out, they actually bought um, a commercial product and turned it into a free product, which was great at the time because there wasn't, you know, aside from log analysis, there was no real way to get a really good read on, you know, traffic to your to your site. So Google Analytics is probably one of the most well known one because you can sign up for free. It's like six lines of JavaScript you paste on your website, and boom, you have instant analytics. Where you get <clears throat> not just basic stuff like you know visitor traffic, but <clears throat> excuse me, you get more advanced stuff like demographic data. You know what's the age group of people visiting your site? Um, where are they coming from? What countries? What IP addresses? Right down to a city level. You know you can know where most of your visitors are coming from. What pages they're viewing? You know how long they're spending on your site. And like say if you integrate it with the Webmaster Tools verification, you can actually have some of the uh, <clears throat> impression data and click through data right in the analytics report so you don't really need to go to a separate website to view it. You can view it all within one one dashboard. Um, The other one is PWIC analytics which is newer in terms of it hasn't been around for quite as long. Uh, Where it's good is if you don't want to give your data to somebody else to analyze. PWIC is a self-hosted alternative where you install the software on your web server. It's a uh, very graphic based uh, Installation process and once you've done that it starts reporting very similar to what analytics will provide you But you're not giving our Google Analytics, but you're not giving Google access to your data It all stays in-house. So if you're kind of privacy oriented That's what some people like they prefer to keep it all in-house and not give anything over to Google
0: Oh, that's really cool. I've, I've, I've actually I've never heard of Piwik? Uh, Piwik. I've never heard of them before. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, they've been around
1: for a little while um, I've been watching them grow. Um, I haven't actually I did try them when they first came out their business models changed up a little bit here and there for a while it was free then they would charge you over, over X number of clicks I believe now they're kind of back to a, a free and a paid version
0: okay um, is uh, is that the majority of uh, our analytics tools here I know there's there's I'm sure there's a well, ton more but those are probably the most popular ones
1: they are I mean there's 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 paid versions out there, and I mean, this is just for your own website analytics. We haven't even talked about, you know, social media analytics. That's a whole other story. But for your for your own website, you know, those are the main web-based analytic tools outside of uh, uh, log analysis. <clears throat> which, if you are self-hosted your own website, your your analytics or your your hosting company will probably give you access to different tools that will do some basic reporting on your log files, which will give you sometimes a little more data than analytics. The thing with analytics versus log analysis is that analytics only gives you visitor data so actual human users to come to your website whereas logs log everything so you actually get some pretty good detail on the search engine spiders that are visiting any other automated bots that are coming visiting your site so they can be log analysis can be very good for troubleshooting when regular web analytics don't give you that kinda data for example if uh, say you notice your Googlebot traffic is dropping through the webmaster tools but you don't know why necessarily you can then go back to your log files and see what google's visiting what pages they are visiting what pages it's not visiting maybe there's a resource it's stuck on downloading and that's why it's you know its traffic is dropping because there is a script on your site that's missing or broken and it, it just can't access it so it stops there so those are basically the three main things is you know the, the web based analytics and the log file analysis
0: okay it seems seems pretty straightforward
1: right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, trust me, I've <coughs> surfing through log files is one of the most boring, tedious things you can do, but it can be very, very eye opening. Like, you know, a log file, for example, can have 10,000 entries. So, 10,000 different, not visitors, but if you think that every single element on your page counts as a visit, so every graphic, every uh, script, every style sheet, not just the page. So, if you f- think of how many elements are on a single web page. 40, 50, 60 on average. So that's 60 elements that are downloaded by every single visitor, every single visit. Those log files can get pretty big.
0: Yeah, wow. (laughs) Ouch.
1: Yeah, and when you got to go through those line by line, it's pretty time-consuming and
0: tedious. But, like I say, it can really open your eyes as to what could be a problem with your website. I guess that's why doing a a SEO strictly by yourself while you're trying to run your business too can be... Pretty time consuming. Oh, definitely. I mean, just the amount of
1: research that goes into the changes that go on in the search engines on a daily basis can be overwhelming.
0: Okay. So why don't we move over to uh, the fun stuff here, the stuff that everybody loves. Site speed. Gotta have a fast website. I know I get really pissed off on really slow websites.
1: Yeah, and uh, again, this could, you know, like I mentioned them in the log file analysis. Sometimes you need it because sometimes you've got a script or something that's slowing down your website. And you know what? Sometimes it's not even uh, something that's on your website. It could be you've got a plugin that 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 is slowing things down, and that'll, that could cause browser browser problems too. So there's different tools you can use to find things like that. One um, of you know, again, you know, Chrome, uh, Chrome's got that built into it, the developer tools. Now, so if you if you go to your menu in Chrome and you go to more tools you'll see the developer tools listed there and then what it does is opens up a little window at the bottom of your browser or it can be a separate window and then it lists a bunch of tabs and there's one called PageSpeed Insights I believe it's called and that's where you can go check your site speed so what it does is when you open that and refresh your page it basically acts like the search engine spider does or any other web browser and it just loads the page and it runs it against a set of rules that Google's determined are worthwhile so you know if you've got JavaScripts that take too long to load or your style sheets are too big or even third-party scripts that uh, are slow to load it will tell you those things and tell you in some cases how to fix them and in other cases just say well here's the problem now go fix it um, <clears throat> and there's I you know a tool called YSlow. it's a browser extension which does a very similar thing it was actually one of the first ones that I found was YSlow. slow I can't remember who developed it, but if you go to the website, you can download it as a browser extension. And it gives you, I think, more detail than the other um, browser-based extensions do, and it's really, really good at finding problems with your website. And there's other things you can do too. There's web-based websites you can use. Um, you know, Like I said, the, the Google's got the Chrome developer tools built in, but they've also got a web-based version of that site speed test. Uh, where you can basically get the same data that you would get from the browser tool. And there's also uh, other sites like Pingdom, um, which has a bunch of tools, and one of them is a really good site speed test as well, where you just paste in the URL of your website, and it gives you a waterfall of the website, and also a rating, like a score, of how well it performs. Um, so those are very things that can really help you with your website. <clears throat> the other thing you should do with these tools, like for the Chrome one for example, is they you've got two options. They've got a desktop and a mobile version. So you should make sure you look at both of those to make sure that you know if you've got a mobile version of your website that it loads as quickly as the desktop version and vice versa.
0: Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm sure that's that's definitely extremely important. Um, would there be any difference uh, between the loading speed on websites like let's say because some websites aren't responsive, right? But they have a separate mobile uh, version. Would that count um, on a just just a plain responsive website? Uh, it, it will
1: if its site's configured properly. So if your website can detect a mobile uh, request and then redirect properly, then you can use those tools to help you troubleshoot your mobile site as well. But even if you don't, you know, if that's not set up correctly, you can still use the tools and just put the mobile URL in, and it'll it'll take a look at it and find problems for you. <clears throat> like a good example for a responsive website is say you've got a sliding a slider image on your homepage, like a lot of people do. Sliders load fine in, in your regular desktop browser, like usually they're fairly quick, but on a mobile phone, like you think of your 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 you know your phone or your tablet, they have much less memory to render that page, so they take longer to load, especially large images. So while you might have really good speed on your desktop version, your mobile version might be really slow just because of that slider. So a simple thing to do would be just to disable the slider on mobile devices and let the rest of the page load as normal.
0: Okay, yeah, I remember I was having uh, some of those problems with a couple of websites I was trying to make a little while ago you gave me that little pointer, that worked well.
1: <laughs> yeah, well and that's the thing with, you know, people, <clears throat> too often people forget about the mobile when they're building a website and you get a re- you can get a really cooking, cool looking desktop website but then when you load it in your phone it either doesn't work as a mobile version or the mobile version is too slow to load just because of some of the elements on the web page. So you always got to be, you know, aware of that mobile compatibility when you build any website.
0: Yeah, no, definitely, especially because Google came out like, not even, not even like what, six months ago, and they said that the majority of their searches come from mobile. Anywhere from forty to
1: sixty percent, and I think it's actually closer to sixty right now. uh, Just because it's it's easy, it's convenient. Everybody's got a phone, and every phone's got a web browser, pretty much, unless you're like your grandpa and you just got a flip phone but even that's a cell phone but (laughs) (laughs) and it still does searches but most people have cell phones nowadays so it's just as easy to pull it out you know do the quick search and the thing is with Google now is uh, they've switched their ranking recently where they used to notify people on the search results if the site was mobile friendly and the desktop only versions wouldn't get that notification well now they've done away with that and if you don't have a mobile version of a website you're not going to show up on a mobile search period
0: Wow, that's that sucks. <laughs> and uh, well, I mean,
1: if you think of it, you know, sixty percent of the searches are on phones. If you don't have a mobile website, you're missing sixty percent potentially of your
0: customers. Well, exactly. And when you just yeah, when you sit back and think about that for a minute, I mean, like, just just when I think about me personally, how many Google searches I do on my phone, and then how disappointing it is when I go to a website and it's not mobile, and you have to you know pinch in and pull around it. It's just it's, it's the worst experience ever. Yeah, well now
1: from now on if you do a Google search and you come across a website, you're not going to worry about that because the the non-mobile sites won't be in there. I mean, you think about it okay, like my personal blog for example, I get about 700 visitors a month. If I were to lose 60% of that traffic, that's a significant hit.
0: Yeah, you'd uh you'd get a lot of people all of a sudden not looking at your posts for sure. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that's why
1: my all my sites of mobile and have been for, you know, 2 or 3 or 4 years now because because I knew how important it was going to be. That's how it is.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I can't, like, I can't think of the last time I actually really, like, went to Google on my on my computer. Like, I spend most of my days just going, you know, back and forth between, like, uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all that stuff, and I generally know what I'm already gonna watch or, or look for on those websites, and then, if I'm looking for something, like if I'm on my computer and then I think of a Google search I want to make, I do that on my phone.
1: Yeah, and I mean, the phone manufacturers are making it even easier now with, you know, voice search built in, you know. You say, okay, Google, and you get it to search something for you, and that's what it does. You know, you tell you tell Siri to do the same sort of thing, you tell Cortana, you can tell them to search for you. And it's all on a mobile device, which means the result has to be a mobile-friendly result. Yeah, mobile. Uh, mobile is priority for sure now. So remember that when you're using any of these tools that we've talked about so far, and this is only part one, there's more tools to come in in, in the next podcast. Um, always keep that in the back of your mind whenever you're running any of these tools is keep them, the mobile version has to be part of your, you know, your, your analysis and your strategy.
0: Right, yeah. Next week uh, on Monday, we're going to be talking about uh, some more tools. We're going to close up this this little tool podcast here but I mean of course like like we said earlier there's just so many of them and and if you find something that we haven't talked about definitely uh, send it our way and we'll we'll look into it a little bit more oh yeah and like I said these are <clears throat>
1: these are the ones I know I use I know there's lots more out there um, so yeah definitely if there's other ones you think are important you know let us know because these are ones that like I say just in in the last few years since I've been doing
0: this these are the ones I've come across that do work really well that I always go back to great Awesome. Well, thanks a lot for listening, everybody. Um, figured it's time to wrap this one up here. Uh, hope you all have a great weekend. And uh, come back and listen to this one on Monday. We will uh, we'll wrap up our free tools here.